0: Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P., WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
1: Let the warm-up begin, but I'll tell you, the fishing is busting out all over. saltwater, freshwater. Hey, you're inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P., Weekend of April 23rd and 24th. The striper bite is out. Okay, we had that little cold stress that blow up in the middle of the week. That's the fish are all over the place again, and I'll tell you, the... I'm seeing some sizes. I am seeing some sizes of these stripers in the back. The white perch are on the bite again. Bloodworms, bloodworms, if you can get the bloodworms. Some guys are using the small killies. If you get those little tiny minis, they are hitting those as well. Largemouth bass. Now, they are on the pre-spawn. We had Chris Smith on last week talking about the pre-spawn South Jersey bass. I'm seeing some fish in the shallows. Okay, they backed off a little bit with that storm. They're going to be back there again by this weekend. Man, there are some. i tell you, this is when they're the toughest to catch this is one of the go to the podcast. Chris give you some uh give you some tips on that. Hey, this is the this is the blow up week, I say, for the uh, South Jersey trout stocking. After this, the numbers of the venues being stocked is greatly reduced. And then, you know, in a couple of weeks from now, it's down to only three or four. Here's what we got for this coming week. Monday, uh the 25th, Tom's River, 460. No stocking in the TCA stretch from the end of Riverwood Park down to 571. Nope, that'll get hit the following week. Trout maintenance, so those trout hole over there year-round. You have to wait until 5 p.m. to fish. On Tuesday the 26th, Grenlock Lake is going to get 240 rainbows, Oak Pond 260, Birch Grove right behind the studio here at 240, and Heritage Park Pond right there behind the Obsecan Municipal Building, we call it the Obsecan Pit, is going to get 260. Scott Newhall, Captain Scott's uh, son, Michael Benjamin, I'll be catching all my rainbows over there, boys. I see you over there. I see you catching up a load of those on Wednesday The 27. Tuckahoe Lake, 360. Mary Elmer, 320. Same with Ponder Lodge, Pond, 320. Shosmo, Pond, 310. South Island Park Lake, 290. And the Morris River, 260. On Thursday. We have Greenwich Lake getting 290, Swedesboro 320, Chatteler Sandwash 240, Iona Lake 260. Friday, Pemberton Lake is 330, Pahakon Lake gets 410. Now, nine days and counting to the opening of the summer flounder, AKA fluke season here. We're talking finally an early opening in South Jersey. What is synonymous with summer flounder? Gulp. Coming up, our next two segments, John Procknow. He is the Director of Research and Development for the Berkeley Division of Pure Fishing. John was on about a month and a half ago talking to power baits and gulp baits. Richard, he's talking gulp baits for flounder. A little variation in the formula caused a little, little hiccup last year with the, the softness. Some tails are getting bitten off. Guys are getting a little pissed off. That is explained in our next two segments. Also, some of his hot patterns. And also, after that, man, yakking in the back with Robbie English from Wilderness Systems. Some Back Bay Kayak Fluke Tactics. Grab that cup. Grab that rebel. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. Whoa, man. Let's see. A full month. Six days left. Seven, man. And then, oh, May 2nd. May 2nd. Flounder opens. Oh, by the way. By the way. At least I forget. Turkey opens Monday. Life is grand. Be right back rack and fin radio
0: when you need to know it's wpg talk radio 95.5 and
2: the wpg talk radio app The Honda Certified Dream Deal Sales Event at Rossi Honda. Make your dream a reality with an unbelievable financing APR as low as .99% on Honda Certified Pre-Owned. Accord, CRV, HRV, and Civic. Be a Rossi VIP. Get your name on the list. Reserve your vehicle in production now. Visit Rossi Honda or online at rossihonda.com. We treat you better, period.
0: Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P., WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
1: Well, what is synonymous with flounder? That four-letter word with the exclamation point gulp. That is it. I went to a bunch of shops the past week and a half, two weeks. Up and down to Cozo, you know me. I go from Monmouth County, actually Middlesex-Monmouth County border, down to Cayman, up around to Fortescue. And the pegs are being filled rapidly as quickly as these proprietors and workers can get them up there with the various gulp selections. Honored guest right now. He was on about a month ago, and we were talking trout. The gulp formulas and power bait formulas for trout is Johnny Prock now. He's research, uh, research and development director for the Berkeley Division of Pure Fishing. Power bait, actually, first with strike, then power bait, and then gulp, the man is amazing. And above all else, besides being a gentleman, is one badass hardcore fisherman, be it walleye, be it largemouth, be it smallmouth, be it redfish, be it flounder. The man is everywhere. He uses the product and they really, they really fine tune it. We have some questions for John right now. Johnny, thanks for joining us on Rack and Fin this morning, brother. Good to see you. Or I should say, you see how my mind is? Good to talk to you again. I have you vision in my brain, Johnny. What's up, man? <laughs> hey. Hey, Tom. Thanks for having me
3: again. It's always a pleasure.
1: John, glad to grab you before... Well, people, that's figuratively, because John's going to be leaving for Missouri River for some walleye fishing with the Pure Fishing Pros, and they are going to whack them and stack them. Oh, catch and release. I realize that. But they are going to catch them. John. What? We even need John... use... <laughs> gulp on those, too, Tom. John, your gulp leeches. What the hell? Why need anything else? I'm not kissing your ass, Proctor. They were. I use them on the Delaware River here for the smallmouth and the walleye. The gulp leach. That's it. Bing the mort. That's all you need. Okay, John, let's get – first, I want to address the one thing, John, before we get into some of the shapes and forms and apropos for our our South Jersey uh, back bay fishery in particular. One – it's – I guess you call it a complaint. One concern – uh, the past year, especially with the 5- and 6-inch grubs in particular, I, I usually use the 3- and 4-inch, and I use the shrimp and the peeler crab. I haven't noticed anything. But these 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 guys and gals are hardcore flukers, love the product, no problem buying it, man. Buy them by the stack, they buy them by the pint, whatever. The softness, John, of the tail, was there a formula change? Somewhere down the line, where because these are, you get the little sea bass coming, these guys are fishing the wrecks and reefs or whatever. It's a little sea bass coming up, sea robins coming up, tearing that tail off. Have you had any uh occasion to hear about that?
3: Uh, we've talked to our production because you brought that to my attention, and I pro- talked to our production team, and uh, there, there should not have been any, but I'm going to let you in on a, a little secret that uh, is not known by anybody outside of Pure Fishing right now, but we did have a little bit of a shortage in raw materials to where we couldn't even make gulp if we didn't uh, do a reformulation because of the supply chain stuff. Mm -hmm. So we had to use a little bit different polymer for a while in there. It was a different, little bit different molecular weight. It was out of spec just a little bit, but it... uh, has been corrected now, and we are in full production with our original type of uh, formula. Like I said, it was just a slight change in the polymer, but it was either go ahead and produce with that uh, modification or don't have any gulf. So we went ahead and made the change. It was only a slight change, but you guys are good out there and pick up on those things. And then with the variation in production... Some of them might have got out that were a little bit softer than normal. Okay. But we made sure everything was inspected. We could check going out the door.
1: And fair enough, John. I'll tell you, that as long as that scent, whatever miracle that is that you chemists came up with, listen, Procky now is a chemist of exponential degree, especially when it comes to making efficient baits. As long as that stayed the same, Procky, I mean, there was no complaints on that end. Now, is production, no. are you, are you, production you guys going full tilt boogie now?
3: Oh, yeah. You bet. Everything, we've got supplies of everything. Now, we build inventory over the winter, and our warehouses are full, and we are shipping full speed. Okay. So, here's the
1: positive complaint, Proc, now. And I'll say, I'll give him a shout, because he's going to be on the show later. Hopefully, a quick fishing report. He's out there chasing stripers on the Mullock as we speak. From Captain Dave the Rave Shoal, Bay Sports and Center, Nat- 81 Natalie Terrace in Obsican. Huge gulp dealer, Proc. Ready? Yeah, they make too much good stuff. I'm running out of room to put it on the wall. Okay. And there you go go with that. Now, John, back to the field testing. I want to get into some forms and stuff. If you can hang in for another segment. On the field testing now, new forms, new colors. What's the processing in getting these out? Some colors dropped, some colors added. Uh, Again, going to now, you have that 8-inch grub that appeared late last year and was a kick-ass monster couldn't keep it on the pegboards there for the last week or two of the season what what's involved with this john
3: we do a lot of uh, uh experimentation in the lab here with different pigments different uh glitters different refractive index type of interference colors and we've got some awesome ones coming up but we actually do them here in the lab we do a lot of uh uh, analysis with them under different light conditions, and then we take them out to the field. And actually, it's it's almost a show and tell type thing. Wow. Let the guys out there uh, field test them and come back and tell us which ones really worked, And those are the ones we go forward with.
1: Now, John, but the scent. Uh, not, not, listen, I'm not giving out any industry secrets. The scent remains the same. Are there? Plans in, in place or things are in the process. Knowing you, now you're you're a stickler for for innovation and constant improvement. Can there be improvements possibly? Especially to the salt water and listen, listeners are pretty close to the salt water formulation. I mean, what do you do for an encore?
3: Well, we're constantly uh, looking to improve ourselves, and uh, we've got constant field testing and lab testing going on to try to find better and more potent fish attractants and flavorants and we've actually upgraded um some of them from time to time but the the base material stays the same some of the different enhancers we put in it um actually change a little bit over time but the basic what i call meat and potatoes is always there John, you mentioned the iridescence, the
1: glow thing, for example. For example, the nuclear chicken, without a doubt, one of the most popular, and the pink shine. Guys fishing these 50, 60, 70 feet down for the doormats and area rugs, are those colors, the glow, are they showing up down there? Or is it more, I mean, what are these flukes seeing? You guys have the tanks out there and whatever to, to, to prove this and work on this. Is the iridescence even in those colors? You see the glow colors, you see glow, right, pink glow, whatever. Does the glow itself, or is it incorporated in all the
3: grubs? Uh, we've, we incorporate a lot of the, the glow colors, and you'll see them marked as glow. But there's also other um, uh, brighteners that I've put in those for years and years, especially the whites and lighters okay. and the clear-type colors. Um, actually did some footage in Alaska at 100 feet down, and you could actually see when I was after the big area rugs up there, obviously the halibut, (laughs) and we put a camera down, and, yes, you can see those baits, um, and their little bit of iridescence at 100 feet plus.
1: Alaska. Procky, was that the call I missed from you? I didn't call you back. Sorry about that. Damn. <laughs> okay, John, hang in for another segment, please. We're speaking with Johnny Prock now. He is the Research and Development Director for the Berkeley Division of Pure Fishing, aka the Gulp and the Power Baits. We're going to be talking some Gulp forms for the early season here in the back base. Grab that cup, grab that red. We'll be right back. Rack and Fin Radio with Johnny Prock now. Procky rocks.
0: The WPG Talk Radio app is your connection to South Jersey's talk station. Get free, unlimited local and statewide news from New Jersey's largest radio news team. Download all of our local shows as podcasts and more. Powered by ambient comfort. For installation to repairs and maintenance, give Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling a call today at 856-213-6586. AmbientComfortNJ.com.
2: Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic
4: is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free GetUpside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now.
2: Download the free GetUpside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code USA for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's promo code USA. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code USA for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code USA for a $5 bonus.
4: Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Small businesses are the backbone of America. Yet when it comes to workers' comp insurance, you rarely get the savings you deserve. That's because insurance companies tend to lump you in with other businesses, and you can get overcharged. At Pi Insurance, we're on a mission to change that. With Pi, you get a quote specific to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. If you like savings, take three minutes to see how much you could save at INeedPi.com. Pi makes workers' comp insurance as easy as Pi, with friendly representatives just a call away. No wonder customers rate our service excellent on Trustpilot. You work hard to build your business and keep your employees safe. You deserve more from your workers' comp provider. See how much you could save with Pie Insurance. Ask your agent for Pie or get a quote today at ineedpie.com. That's i n e e d p i e . c o m.
2: According to the World Gold Council, while demand for gold is surging, 72% of people reply they lack the necessary know-how to do so. Hi, my name's Adam Baratta, owner of Advantage Gold, hands down the highest-rated gold dealer in the country. The reason? We lead with education. We've taught millions of investors how to buy gold safely and securely. And our in-depth gold guide explains everything you need to know. From what type of metals to consider, if an IRA or cash transaction is best, and how you can be certain that the gold you're buying is authentic, certified, and real. Call 800-900-8000 now and get our number one rated first time gold buyers kit. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800 800- 900 8, Get the information you need to secure your future. Call 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000.
0: to learn more, that's dot com. WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
1: Yeah, back inside, Rack and Finn, radio of Me Tom P, Weekend of April 23rd and 24th. Joining us online again is John procknell Research and Development Director for the Berkeley Division of Pure Fish. And we're talking gulp and the flounder season, which is going to open in nine days, May 2nd. Well, John, I want to talk some forums here. Last year in particular really came to my attention. We we're going to do some hours at, at some different shows around how much door again this and our season didn't open until memorial day weekend so it was this was a, that weekend the first second week in june guys come in could not keep the peeler crab that two inch peeler crab on the pegboards i said i said you're doing with these what are you tagging to his clothes what are you doing with these Oh, Tom P., we're, we're filleting the flounder. Look at all the stuff with crabs. John, that peeler crab is a sleeper, and it is to me, what I've seen, and then we used last uh, May into June into early July, a killer, killer on a back bay flounder.
3: Peeler crab is a sleeper. You are right, Tom. That is one of the very first shapes we ever introduced in gulp Saltwater, mm-hmm. and it has hung the test of time and stayed there. And it is just, there's only a few colors, but that's all you need right now. It's kind of like match the hatch. And we tried to do mostly natural colors. You got the Ambler Glow, you got the Molting, you got the New Penny, yep. and the natural Peeler. Uh, John, that, that, John, that hits it right because back we have the little Calico crabs in the back, we have the little blue
1: claws, you got the little sand crabs in the back. And just on a small jig head, some guys are even using like their own. Uh, John, it's almost like a, like a Texas rigging for bass. You know, the little the little offset hooks, knocking the snot out of the and some big fish as well. I saw one, he sent me a, a video. He had this thing had to have a two and a half inch, three-inch baby blue claw in its stomach when he opened it up. Absolutely amazing. Now, John, here's a big question. The shrimp in the back. You have the manna shrimp, which we have here and there, what we call thumb busters. People, you don't want you don't want to mess with a manna shrimp unless you know what you're doing. And then we have, you know, the standard shrimp here. John, the peeler crab. And the shrimp; those gulps scent, they're equally set upon by the flounder. Are those scents the same? Is there a slight variation? Is that fluke going to say hmm, that crab doesn't not supposed to smell like that, or that that shrimp's not supposed to smell like that? What's the deal? Are there that variations on the different baits?
3: There's a, a little bit of a slight variation in some of those times. Um, for instance, like the the shrimp has some. Things in it that are a little bit more natural, shrimpy type of flavors, also on top of the gulp uh, uh, attractants. And then the uh, peeler crab's got a few little different things in it than the shrimp does. But basically, the uh, the, the basic flavor, meat and potatoes, as I call it, right. is still all the same. And what we put in a little bit to target the specific species uh, that we're after or that uh, shape. We put a few different uh, enhancers in there. So there is a slight difference, but all in all, they're pretty much all the same flavor.
1: Good. And now, John, the, the, the swimming mullets, really, sort of people without peer. You have the 3-inch and you have the 4-inch. What was a monster last year, John, was the white with either the chartreuse or that hot pink tail. Coming up with those those iridescent tails on the back, I mean,
3: that had to be success across the board, no? Yeah, definitely. We're always trying to get those hotter colors because some of the things that we put into that the fish really key on don't allow us always to get those hot colors, but some of the new research that uh, the the GULP team has done here in the research labs, we've come up with some formulations and stuff and able to get uh, clearer, brighter, more vivid colors. And then when you combine those with the contrast of a dark and flashy uh, glitter color you get the best of both worlds because you 're getting a combination and the fish really key on contrast
1: john a pattern that uh turned me on a few years ago that was i suppose it was discontinued it was brought back i don 't even remember but uh it's like a mud minnow pokey type thing. It looks like it's a great variation of a baby sea bass or even a killie, depending on the color you use. Not much action to it, John. You just bounce it though with a weighted uh, jig head. And that's been a monster. Listen, especially in the inlets area around the rocks and going off the brakes off the rocks into the sand bottom and weed bottom. John, that's been that's been a killer as well. But you don't really see much about it. The guys keep it keep it a secret, I think, but that's a killer big flounder bait.
3: Yeah, I think you're talking about the mud minnow croaker. There you go. Mud minnow croaker, that's it, yep. uh, Yep, and it's got, and for those that are in areas where those little nuisance fish are biting tails off, this one's got a clubby-type tail on it, and it's got more durability to it as far as being able to retain that tail without being nipped off. So that is, for the ones that are getting bit off a lot, that's a kind of a, a bait to go to, that you'll always have it in there, and it'll be more difficult for those nuisance fish to get off, and you can still fish it um, around lots of different cover.
1: Now, John, before I let you go, one thing I had, I and one guy says, please don't, Tom P., please don't talk about that, because it's been very effective. Again, on the bass end of things, John, the, the uh, that paddle shed, Mary, mother of God, I saw that catch some flounder. Is that again? That was that meant more of a as, as a as a flounder bait, or to me, it seemed more like a striper bait, or or weak fish bait, or sea trout bait.
3: Yeah, it, you're you're actually right. It was it was built for some of the uh, the other fisheries and stuff, but the sizes that we've got in the uh, three, four, and five inch <laughs> are perfect for those flounder, and it's got that action tail on it it's when the fish are wanting a little bit more action bait as opposed to just a uh, uh, kind of a subtle action. These give a lot of action at a slower uh, retrieve speed. So if they're finicky and they're really wanting a little more action, that's the one to go to. But I'll be quite honest, it's not quite as durable. That tail gets bitten off easier Mm -hmm. than some of the other ones would. John, in this early season, water's going to
1: be on the cool side. It's not going to be chilly. Again, temperature-wise, the gulp scent dispersal and the effectiveness better in the hotter water temperatures, like in the, in the high 60s, 70s, you know, upper end of the 70s, or is it just as effective, you know, on the chillier end?
3: It, it, it's a matter of physics and chemistry. The, the warmer the water, the faster the scent and flavor gets out. It dissolves quicker in warmer water, just like uh, things in cold water don't uh, dissolve as well. So the baits are the same way. It's a water-based bait. Water diffuses through it and has to dissolve out the scent and flavor. So the warmer the water is, the bigger the strike zone and the easier it is for the fish to find it.
1: Okay, okay John, before I let you go, what is the future hold now for gulp? As you mentioned earlier, it's, it's a never-ending process, constant improvement, constant research uh, colors, shapes, uh, what, uh, what do you have coming up that you can divulge now For that, that will be available, John, even if it's later in the season? What do you got? Well, we've got
3: a lot of color work going on and uh, appearance as far as different flash, different things like that. But we've got some colors that we're calling chrome colors that are beginning, coming out. Ugh. They'll be coming out in some of the bright and true shapes. These are high flash, high reflective types of baits, and you should see those start showing up towards the, the end of the season. But shape-wise, we're always working on different things, but they take us a little longer. We want to make sure that the shape we're coming out with has got the right actions, got the right durability, has the right catch rate, and for the applications that we're looking at. So those take a little longer, but uh, color things like that, always uh, high on our radar and always looking, and obviously looking for that next great fish-attractant additive that we can add in there that will help out in whether it's fluke, flounder, redfish, specks, uh, sea bass, whatever it is. So that research is always going on also here. People, listen to me.
1: Listen to me. Proc now, I'm going to wipe my lip. My mouth it has me sweating here. <laughs> when well, you know Proc now and you know that R&D team he has and the chemist was working on it, some big – it's gonna you're gonna catch plenty of limbs this year with the new regs, plenty of limbs. Wait until later on. Maybe August. The season's gonna go until September twenty seventh. As John says, there may be some surprise a little later on in the season. Never too late to catch the final. John, travel safely. Thanks for joining us again on Rack and Finn Radio. Oh, by the way, by the way, by the way, a cap out your way, brother. Got my new I got my new bling in. What do you think? Awesome i uh, coming out to it. John, travel safe. Enjoy that walleye trip, man. Kick some walleye ass, will you? We will. I'll be out to see you before long, I hope. We'll see you, brother. Be good. See you now. As always, John Procnow, a gentleman just and one incredible but chemist. I don't know the chemist. He's at the top of his game in the industry. Procnow is synonymous with, you know, with the gulp, with the power bait and everything. But a gentleman and one hell, one hell of a fisherman. Speaking of one a hell of a fisherman coming up, man, we're going to be talking some yakking in the back with Robbie English, Wilderness Systems Kayak Pro. Be right back, Rackham Radio.
0: WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's talk station.
2: I'm Karen McHugh. The Biden administration plans to lift a trump era public health restriction known as Title 42, getting pushback from some Democrats who want it extended. Over a dozen Democrats, including many in tight Senate races this fall, urging the White House to keep Title 42 in place. A group of bipartisan senators have introduced a bill to delay lifting Title 42 for 60 days. The bipartisan House Problem Solvers Caucus offered its endorsement. The Biden administration plans to repeal Title 42 next month. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson, Title 42 is implemented to prevent asylum seekers from crossing into the U.S. southern border due to the coronavirus pandemic. Calls from Ukraine's president for a temporary truce leading up to Sunday when Orthodox Christians celebrate Easter fall on deaf ears. President Zelensky says Russia has rejected a proposed Easter truce that could have allowed desperate civilians to evacuate. Fox's Griff Jenkins, America is listening to Fox News. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. A cool mix of clouds and sun today, high 61. Clearing skies tonight, low 51. Mostly sunny and warmer tomorrow. Sunday's high, 71. Partly cloudy tomorrow night, low 50. A cool mix of clouds and occasional sun Monday, high 61. Tuesday, low clouds, periods of rain in the afternoon, high 68. I'm Aki Withers Sally Sherman on WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
0: Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
1: Okay, nine days and counting. The countdown is on to the opening of the summer flounder, a.k.a. fluke season. And man, it is going to be mayhem in the back. Finally, 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 we want to call an early opening for the South Jersey Bay Waters. Man, this is going to be great. My biggest flatty, shout out to Captain Al Cordelli and a bay out so many years ago. It was about, it was about this time, about the third going into the fourth week in April. Thought I was snagged on a shell bed, muscle bed or something. That's a fish, man. Ended up about a seven or eight pound, Right in the back, right behind the Avalon Yacht Club, the ICW back there. You know, so you know where I'm talking about. And what better way to get back into these skinnier reaches of the bays where there's some I mean shallow water. I've seen some monster keepers being caught. I'm talking water 18 inches, 20 inches, 24 inches, maybe a little deeper. What better way than with a kayak pulled out all stops, met this job? I've seen them on the water, uh, probably I don't know dozen or so times over over the past couple of years. In fact, back there by Epsique and Greek. Pull out all stops. Met Robbie English. from He has the English uh, angling fishing page. So I'm back there in the yaks and bailing the flatties. I mean, bailing the flatties. We him at a boat show recently. Said, Rob, we got to talk. We got to talk. Yakking in the back for summer or Even the striper as well. Very amenable guy. Says, hell yeah, Tom P. Let's go. So he's on the line with us right now. Robbie
5: English, how you doing, brother? Doing good, doing great. Getting ready for the season start opening up a couple of weeks. Robbie
2: Knightley, speaking
1: hey, I'm going crazy. Well, Robbie, we talked on it. Now you are on the Wilderness Systems, well, those kayaks whatever you want to call it, pro team, correct? I mean, that's no, that's no easy feat, man. That that's you gotta you gotta cut through some layers to get into that. In other words, you gotta perform. Give us a give us a little track on your path in the in the kayak wilderness system.
5: A lot of it says I started years back. Used to fish. Up- Surf, fish a lot, and then picked up a used kayak one one year, and that was how I learned how. That's where I realized that that's what I want to do for fishing: is fishing in mm-hmm. a kayak. It's just
1: now, there's brother, there's myriad kayak manufacturers. What Get made to go you look for the fish? What made you key in on the wilderness?
5: Well, listen, I was actually looking for something that was good kayak that was stable with enough floor space to actually. Be able to move around in some of the other kayaks, wrap around you when the wilderness is you have a nice flat deck, so you got plenty mm-hmm. of room for your gear. You can stand up and fish, get in the outbacks and stuff, and they're real wobbly. And just you know, what I was looking for for a maneuverable kayak for putting in the back of a pickup truck or on top of a car,
1: exactly. Now, the, the it's a, the yacht, not, a, not a battle per se, but I, hey, I've seen some kayak organizations, especially on the freshwater side, Robbie. No, no, we're not going to compete against you in a kayak bass fishing because we're strictly paddle, and you want to use pedal. <laughs> I'm talking north, central, yeah. south Jersey. The pros and cons of either, Robbie, and, and the, the, the technology, the advancements, God, it seems to change monthly with these, oh, uh, with it. these it's, boats. It's
5: crazy. So, yeah, so it's crazy. Go, go into your choice, and what model of wilderness do you use? Well, I have two different boats. So, I, mean, I kind of use them like golf clubs, depending upon what I'm going to do that day. I have my Recon 120, which is a pedal drive kayak. I like fish using that for fishing bridges, staying close, anywhere I'm not going to be traveling way too far. Okay. Then I have then I have the Radar 135 with a Torquito electric motor on it. Oh, That's oh. for when I'm going <laughs> doing like long trips. If I'm going to go two miles off offshore, off the beach and stuff, and mess around, it saves you a little time doing the actual pedaling because pedaling get it's easy to do, but after a while, you can, I mean, you're pedaling for a few miles at a time before you get to go where you're going the spot you want to fish at. So the motor oh. kind of is nice to get to those spots. You can oh yeah. rig your gear up, rig your gear up while you're going and. Hey, people man,
1: <laughs> the word the word easy is the first thing in my lexicon, people. So, you know, yeah. Rob, I'm, you know I'm coming on with that. We're speaking with Robbie English from uh, as the English Angling Page, well-known through South Jersey, very well-known. See him in a back base, absolutely crippling and crushing the flatties. Robbie, getting into the skinny water now this time, a paddle game, a pedal game, maneuverability, either, again, for that, that those tight spots, is it the pedal drive that that uh, wilderness has, or do you prefer to paddle?
5: I would definitely prefer the pedal. The paddles are good for if you're on the lakes, if you're going to go somewhere and just kind of float around. Right. You got to have the you got to have the pedals if you want to if you want to get be able to maneuver easily, be hands free. You know, with the paddle on your way, it's just a lot easier with the pedal drive you you can just it, you can steer the kayak with the rudder and just kick you your go. feet around and. Be able to fish and cast while you're actually pedaling at the same time, especially in the, for us the currents. Right. you got, you got the, the currents in the uh, in the back bays, all that kind of stuff. You need to get the winds and everything makes it a little more more difficult with the paddle. Just get kind of just get blown around.
1: Yeah, Robbie. Now go into this uh, again because I'll say the Hobie was the first ones with the pedal drive. A wilderness, the Helix HD pedal drive. What's that all about?
5: It's just it's a it's like a you're basically on like a bicycle. It's a I would say like bike pedals, mm-hmm. I guess you'd call it like, kind of like, like like a recumbent a recumbent drive bicycle would be. Right. You sit down, and you just, you can pedal forward, you can pedal backwards, you don't have to worry about pulling extra levers or extra pieces getting in your way, which is nice, especially when you're fishing bridges and stuff. I, do, I like to do a lot of fishing at night for uh, striped bass,
0: mm-hmm.
5: and then the ability to pedal forward and backward is, is really nice. That, like if you get in the jetties too, you to in the finger jetties in Atlantic City. Oh, yeah. You're you can easily move back and forth. You push another those rocks have on to pull, pull pull little levers and things like that. As some of the other kayaks.
1: So, Robbie, being on the pro team uh, if, and for the for the wilderness systems, is your input uh, usually requested? I mean, uh, x number of tournaments you're gonna have to fish. How do you you, you attain that level? Which is, believe me, people, it ain't easy. How, how do you maintain it? Going again with your schedule.
5: A lot of it is just it's is is um, providing them with social media content as far as photos, videos. My full-time job is video production, so that kind of makes it easy to, to get into that type of uh, workflow because mm-hmm. I'm already doing it. I'm already familiar with it. I already have the equipment to do it. But it has, a lot of it's just work, and it's a lot of a lot of it. The hard part is the amount of time you spend fishing is what relates to how much content you can get. Okay. I mean, I work full-time. I have a full-time job. So I spend a lot of time fishing at night and then my weekends go early in the morning and just mm-hmm. fish. I mean your average person would probably fish a few times a year, where I'm probably out three nights, three times a night, and then at least once or twice during the daytime in a week. My
1: own. That's what I'm saying, people. <laughs> Dedication <laughs> on that one. So Robbie, there are, there are three basic fishing models in the wilderness systems line the attack, ATAK, the radar, and the recon. Uh all sit on tops.
5: Those are all sit on tops. There's, there's also um, a tarpon. I mean, we got, with Wilderness, there's a whole line of fishing kayaks. Then there's a whole line of recreational kayaks. Right, that right. They pretty much cover all your, all your bases, which is nice. Mm-hmm. I also have an Attack 120 that is just a strictly paddle kayak. That one I use, I use for lakes. If I want to go out in the surf and go through the waves, use that for going through the waves and just less gear, less things to worry about to get to the problem when you surf... Launching, those things like the flip. Robbie,
1: I've seen that. I said, "Are these? Are they have? They must be having fun doing that." I watched that a couple of times out in Ocean City, and I got out and everything. I said, "Yep, that's that. That's that. That word
5: W-O-R-K.
1: Now, that's not in my lexicon.
5: (laughs) Well, that and you got if you got a couple thousand dollars worth of rods and reels in there too. Everything's got to be strapped in. Whatever you go out with, you have to make sure that you're willing to not come back with. Sorry, what you're saying
1: is now you have to dedicate, well, you already dedicated to it, but X number of hours, X number of trips, per se, to assignments. In other words, there's willing to say, hey, Mr. English, we need this, this, this. We're looking for this, looking for that. What do you got? Get it to us. I mean, are you under Correct.
5: the gun? Not, it's not it's not too too much. It's just that you get a couple of videos in each month. Mm-hmm. You have to do uh, social, po- social posts every week, things like that. If they have... New products coming out. We try to shoot some videos of those, get those out to them for promotions and show new products, things like that.
1: Okay, Robbie. Listen, we're up against a hard break. Our next segment, lizards, our, our closeout segment. I want to talk uh, with Robbie English about his English Angler custom jigs. These are silicone skirted, badass, badass jigs, and his uh, tactics and some techniques for early season back bay flaties in South Jersey. Grab that cup. Grab that rebel. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio with Robbie English. Well, then his systems rule. Do you hear me say that? Uh oh, I'm in trouble.
0: PG Top Radio 95.5. Lionel Richie. Oh, All the hits live in concert.
2: On. Hard Rock Hotel and Casino,
0: Atlantic City.
2: Friday, June 24th. Ooh, Lionel Richie. Oh,
1: nah. right
0: Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Yeah.
2: For more, check LionelRitchie.com.
0: WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's Talk Station.
1: Here we go. Look out below. Back inside Rack and Fin Radio. Me, Tom P. Week of April twenty third and twenty fourth. Back for our final segment with Robbie English. Okay, Robbie, let's talk. One. What was the catalyst for you to develop these jigs again? Silicone skirts. What a secret. Back to my freshwater bass tournament days. The living rubber changed the game. Silicone skirts. And, Rob, again, some of you are – I, I, I want to talk to you off the air about one of your photos. I like to use it on blog. It's devastating people what this man catches. Uh, your your key areas, high tide, low – you know, dropping tide early, early. Now, we're talking, say, May 2nd to maybe June 1st, that, that critical time when you got the big mamas in the back. Right? But what do you think?
5: What i like to try to do, I, mean, if I can if I can get out there at this time, is just... – as the tide's coming down, because it's nicer, you get back in the back, so back up sea Seek, up Seek Bay, things like that. Those tide comes down, all those fish run into those channels, and easier pickings because they're all in the same. They're all less spread out, so to, so to speak, right. for me. So you get some light, light jig heads, and then always gulp. I, like, I use six-inch gulp as my go-to, pretty much nonstop. That's the only thing I use. Even in the Sometimes back? On, even in the back, yeah. It's always six-inch gulp. Bigger bait, bigger fish. Every it's always a normal thing being said. That's what I. That's what I love doing.
1: Robbie, when I you, I, now you're, you're back there early. What's the primary forage or forage baits? What are you seeing back there? You
5: seeing you know, about the spearing, uh, glass minnows? What? Yeah, you got spearing. Get your peanut bunker. Um, little bluefish. When I'm when I'm cutting the fish open, after I'm cleaning them, you got everything from pieces of crab in there. Crab. There you little go. Spe- mm-hmm. Little spearing. Little the um. Sometimes you get the uh, other crabs in there. They're pretty much anything that moves. They're 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 eating. They don't care what. As long mm-hmm. they can get it in their mouth, because over their head they're gonna go for it.
1: All right, but where are you positioning? Say you got a a, a sedge island, a little a little sedge island back there. Water coming out of both sides down to a point in the bottom. Are you situated right there in the bottom, working that deeper spot? Or are you just drifting the edges? What's the dealio?
5: Yeah, I'm trying to. I mean, if I can if I can go and drift up those channels through the channels, that's what that's, that's what I'm trying to do. Trying to stay in deeper water, right, like right on the edges. Usually where I'm always firing the fish at edges to the middle sides. And then if I see a hole or something or a hump, I'm gonna work that hump because usually as a current's rolling over those humps, there, there's usually something big sitting there waiting over the top of that. Something so, you have, to go over you, it. so you have a
1: little electronics unit on your yak?
5: Oh yeah, I got I got a full Lowrance, um the, the, the new lorance FS series Whoa. side scan, down scan. Like it's, yeah, I guess yeah. That's like a Lowrance,
1: that's like friggin' bass
5: boat, man. <laughs> oh, yeah La is part of our partner, so we have, so we get a good deal with Lorance and yeah, I've been using them for the entire time for the last uh five years too
1: okay, Robbie, with the drift now say you got a, say you got a full moon current new moon current that's pretty strong in the back how are you yeah. how are you tempering that? How are you maneuvering the yak you know managing it so you have an optimum drift speed?
5: See that's the part with the pedals you got the pedals so you can kind of con- it's almost like having a um motor, so you can right. pedal forward or backward as you need to to help the current. The only time you have a real issue is you have the wind in the wind going against the current, and you're not moving at all. And you, yep, I think it's kind of difficult there. And then with the kayak too, you can just kind of put it on a bank, stake the pole in the ground, and then just cast up into the current and work the current so like like you would strike bass or something, and just work off the bottom.
1: Robert, what's the shallowest you've caught keeper fluke?
5: Uh probably couple feet of water, three feet, something like that. Yeah.
1: I, again, I've seen some right, – again, it's surprising. Again, another shout-out to Captain Crew in there. The size of the fish coming out of that skinny water.
5: Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're back there chasing the bait, and then once that tide goes down, they're just taking the channels, hanging out, waiting for the tide's to come back up and start doing the same exact thing they were doing.
1: Now, Robbie, I've seen you back – I was telling the engineers, I've seen you in the back in you know July and August. I mean, are there – Quality fish back again. It's pounded, people. I know the pressure, but there's some guys that don't even bother to go out front. Guys like his key on the back, knowing where to look for the bigger fish. What happens now? The summer heats on. The pressure's on. Where do these bigger
5: flaties go? They're still they're they're pretty much in the same spots. So I know a lot of guys go out go out front for the the real big fish, but we're going to see if that changes this year cuz they only get the one fish but
1: right oh yeah oh man boy there's asses in here Robbie <laughs> all over with that one some guys cheering other guys it's it's crazy you can't please everyone people no. and they can always change it next year
5: yep okay. i'm sure the, they will this
1: is shot. Robbie back to the gulp your color choices and why
5: lately i've been do i like the the blue fuse, the um tiger tiger fire Salmon like the brighter colors. I just mm. I gravitate towards those for just my it's the same thing I do with my jig heads. Like I make I paint the jig heads. They're all crazy. They have all these crazy colors and everything. Pe- I haven't noticed. People, any I said, difference. Let me
1: interrupt Robbie a second. This is how old I am. Look when Robbie's saying colors and patterns. Look up Peter Max from 67, 68, 60. The psychedelic painter. These jig heads are a work of frigging hippie art, man. They are Robbie, they are absolutely gorgeous. What goes to your mind? You're just there, let me create, and away you go? Yep. Well, the, the one I, I <laughs> That's great.
5: The, I, sent, I sent you the one photo. I opened up the, opened up the refrigerator one day and saw the kids' uh, cotton candy, and lollipop, and I'm like, huh, I can paint a jig that color. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and it worked out.
1: So, Robbie, again, how long have, have you been doing this, and where can these uh,
5: jigs be purchased? The jigs are um, about I think three years now. I just decided one day, I'm going to try making jigs. I grew, I grew up as, I mean, I do video artists, art stuff. Right. I was never a good drawer, but I grew up my dad used to paint Corvettes and everything. So I've always gravitated to making my own stuff and making mm-hmm. things. And I ended, ended up being able to do it pretty good. Now, Robbie, go oh, nice. into
1: go into the silicone skirts. Like I said, I've always preferred them. to I just don't like buck. A lot of times, people. I'm fishing a jig head with just the gulp on it, or a, a piece of squid, or whatever on it. Strip squid. I'm not one for the bucktail. What made you choose go to the silicone skirts?
5: I just like I like the availability of colors, mm-hmm. the, the the way you can change the way they look. They're easier to put on the bucktails. I mean, there, there was there was bucktails everywhere. I, I mean, everybody makes bucktails.
1: And there's a so new bucktail every. Robbie, see, God bless yeah. everybody. Has a dream. There's a new bucktail, yeah. like a new plastic worm, every week. What the fuck?
5: What the... Yeah. You know? Yep. <laughs> so I was going for something different, and I know that the bass guys use all the rubber skirt, silicone skirts. Yep. So I figured, oh. Oh, let me try making this, and now I'm starting. Now they're starting to see more and more of the silicone skirts going on them. And
1: Robbie, do you find that the, that material is durable?
5: Yes. I. I. I they will eventually if you if you don't rinse, off, rinse them off you get the rubber bands can snap on them. Mm-hmm. Some guys are now wire tying them with with the um little uh rubber grommets they use I've seen as long as,
0: keep,
5: mm-hmm. as long as you keep them rinsed off don't store them in the sun they're're they're, they're going to last probably as long as before you lose your jig head or get snagged on something
1: mm-hmm. Rob, well, one final question here before I let you go on the uh and then someone wrote this down for me. Ask that guy that. Ask that guy that. <laughs> flounder, uh, big flounder especially. Evening into like dusk into night. I mean, is there? Is I, I've done the thing, said in South Carolina, Florida, catching flounder at night. They, they can be dull actually. Most of who's gigging. But have you ever caught flounder under the cover
5: of darkness? I haven't. I haven't, I haven't really targeted them, but I know plenty of guys that fish AC, fish those jetties. Oh yeah. The you find a light. <laughs> You find a light with bait. There's going to be a fish hanging out there trying to eat it. Uh,
1: I don't want to mention the guy's name because he will kick my ass. But he works. <laughs> in, he works in a shop in Ocean City. I'll just. I'll just leave it at that. And Robbie, I saw him with. And these aren't you know just barely keepers. You know the 18s. These are like 20, 21, yeah. 22 inches. He's Tom P., You know. You know. You only go at night again around lights, like you said, Bridge, and the, yep. the keys in on a bait, and they are aggressive and they are there. Oh, Sent yeah. me video, Robbie, the fluke coming up, grabbing the grabbing the spearing, of coming yep. near the surface, like bang.
5: Yep, amazing. Yeah, it's,
1: it's crazy. So, Robbie, how do people uh, go to your Engl- uh, English angling page, get your skirts? What's the deal? Or give a website, Facebook, or whatever the hell they call that, Instagram? I don't know all this stuff. Go, man. Yeah, go. Can, <laughs> all, all,
5: all my social pages are under. English Angling, so at English Angling we will find my Facebook, my Instagram page the jigs are on Etsy at English Angling I use those to sell them and get them around because it's just easier. It's good for shipping and everything
1: sure, absolutely and Rob, before I let you go, again I always said before I let you go, he had this coolest little guy with him at the show, he's a badass I said, that's a future five star angler Across work, come to find out, it's uh, three year old Robert, huh? Yep. Oh, he is fired up to go, man.
5: He's a, he, he's ready. He, I think out in, in the, uh, we live in Port Republic's area, so we could take him out the, on the Mill Creek and take him out in the ponds and the kayaks. See, and my daughter, she loves to go out fishing. She likes getting on the kayaks.
1: And that's a lovely so be, Riley. She's going to be seven, yep. I
5: understand. She'll so be eight
1: this year. Yep. It's going to be eight. Oh, my God. Yep. Hey, Rob, where's the time go, Robbie, huh? Whoa.
5: It was quick.
1: <laughs> well, Robbie, thanks again for joining us on Rack of After these, seeing you all these years and finally getting to meet you and having you on Rack of it's great. Listeners, yak in the back. It's the way to go. Listen to Robbie's tips where to go, what colors to use, man. This is going to uh, – hopefully it's going to be a gangbuster of, of an opening – at least an opening month or so, I should say. But, Robbie, it's going to be uh, super, and thanks again for coming on, brother. No problem. Thank you. Take care, man. Bye. Yeah, it was Robbie English. Listen to me, people. Silicone skirts on the bucktails. That is the weight. And they move and they dance. i don't not that bucktail stick to the ground. No! Go with the silicone skirts. Again, fishing English. Check it out. Hey man, quick report. Captain Dave. The Rave Show, I'm seeking base one center. 81 Natalie Terrace and I'm seeking. Yeah, but trying to get him past couple of weeks. Where's Captain Dave? He's on the water. Wind's blowing. He doesn't pick up his phone because he and his fares are knocking
6: the snot. Out of the stripers. Captain Dave, how's it going, brother? Oh, it's been great. Oh, uh, except for when the wind blows, which means we've had to, we've had <laughs> a few tough days in there.
1: Not on Dave, but yeah, and you're still out. You're still putting bass up. I'm seeing the photos, man. You're kicking
6: ass. What's going on? Yeah, well, we're I'm I'm still still waiting for that um for that uh, May fifteenth when we get the bonus tags because yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, I like those sweet. Sweet meat, just like you do. And we will, you know, we haven't put too many uh, over the 28-inch line in the boat. But, but let me go back to your silicone skirts right now. Now, you know me. You can have all the skirts you want. I, you, I strictly use a bear jig with gulp. That's it. Uh, eh- I, 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 think I said that in a previous. Want to in a
1: previous interview? I don't like the bugle. Give me that jig head, ball head, jig head, Dave, or or a spro uh, a, a, a shape head with the gulp on it. That's all you need.
6: That's all you need. It's got the it's got the shape. It's got the color. It's got the wiggle. It's got it's got everything. To, and it's got the gulp taste and, but. But that's just me um and the flounder <laughs> and the stripers oh yeah and the weak fish but oh yeah that's just me Dave, no, Seriously, and another good uh, it's it's been good I've been I've been finding them shallow I've been finding them right here around Abseek and I know they're solid in every yeah you know, in every Bay there is we had a big blow up in the middle of the week yep. um you know and I'm but what we're finally getting looks like the weather, man, you know, when this, you know, when it gets going today, looks like the, we have a couple of calm days ahead of the Saturday and everything looks right. Now you yep. can, you know, fish the bays, the, you know, the strike, the big, big girls should be on their way in. You get up in the rivers, you might yeah. get a bit, you know, it's getting time, you know, to get, get those big lures out all the way up at the freshwater line, get the big lures out, get the but, you know, in the bay, you got lots and lots of action. I'm fishing the banks, and like I said, I'm using the gulp. The paddle tails are real good. And then I realized that how much I've liked this nemesis, and more and more of these guys are using these ribbon worms. And I got a feeling mm. that wiggle looks a lot like the ribbon worm when it goes through the water. So that may wow. be one of, one of the keys why that nemesis is so good.
1: Dave, but- on the nemesis, our fave the past couple of years has been the opening night color pattern. just been deadly, Dave, absolutely deadly.
6: On oh, a bright day, that, that gets, you just, well, you just hope the blueface will run around when you throw that open at uh, night. Yeah. <laughs> because but, it won't be it won't be there very long, and, and they are due to make a show on any day now. Yeah, Dave, I
1: was just going to ask you that. I haven't heard any I've been making calls the past three or four days. I was down in Cape May talking to a couple of shops. No one's seen any yet, but like you said, they that can happen overnight. All of a sudden, bang, they're here.
6: Oh, it? It does, and it's usually right around this, right around you know, the, the last week or so of April. Yep. And we've it we've had a, a chilly, pretty chilly month of April. We had a quick warm up in March, got everything fired up, but yep. I think I think we're now we get get a little bit of steady steadier, you know, less wind, less showers, and I think it's really going to turn on. And the drum have been good. I've been oh yeah. Well, I I just got a. Big load of clams in here. So, thank God. You know, if you're looking yes. for drum, we give it a shot. I've been seeing a lot of nice size ones, you know, between, between 15 and 30 pounds. They've been showing up. So, yeah, guys have been uh, a good uh, action and good yeah, eating.
1: A few of them, have, oh, I love them, mate. A few of them popping up along uh, certain parts of Great Bay. Like, you know, you know, some, you know, the areas I'm talking about, Dave. So if they're here, lou has got to be uh, close by. Dave, before I let you go, you mentioned the plugs. Saw some, uh, I know I've seen these guys over the years, talked to them a couple of times. There's some guys already plugging up there at the bulkhead in Mays Landing, walking along Gaskill Park, you know, along, what's that, Route 4, whatever that road is right there, that main road. And they're working the big plugs. One guy says, Tommy P, any time now, any time. They've seen some swirls, like I told me, just before dark on a higher tiding. So there's gotta be some big bass back there. These guys wouldn't be doing it.
6: Oh yeah, they're they're here. They're caught. Co- they're coming. They Yeah, they you you don't even know they're there until one grabs hold and, Boom. <laughs> and you're off to the races. <laughs> there you go. Okay, Captain Dave, before I let you go, how's Judy? Uh, we're we're great. Great. Everything's going good. She's she's keeping these ducks and geese all in in order. We've seen a few babies Baby geese here already, so maybe one of them will grow up as as friendly as um, Bigfoot was.
1: I'll tell you, I'm oh, was, I'm, I'm telling you, I, Dave. I heard uh, that there's uh, some guard dog companies trying to recruit Sugar for. Tr- the, she wants them to train her Dobermans. Is that true? Well, she she
6: keeps <laughs> she keeps the ducks and geese in line. I will say that. Okay, Dave, you take care. of it. We'll see- oh! Before you go, you got bloods. All right, I got I got a good supply on the bloodworms. They've been. <sighs> Thank God. I, I I was out for for about half a day last week, but they're back and looks like it's going to going to keep in here. I, I certainly hope so because man, they've been going out. They, you know, if you're if you're stuck stationary, there's nothing nothing like those bloodworms to to attract a bass in. And Dave, fi- final
1: final question: How is your gulp supply? You loaded? Well,
6: I'm loaded, and I got. I got a whole lot scheduled for for may first i i didn't I didn't know you know back in back in January when I had to make the order. I didn't know that we that yeah you know, that flounder season was going to open may second, but I got every You're there, almost man. everything everything you need Let's put it that way there we go okay,
1: Dave, you take care, man we'll see you next week.
6: Okay. See That'll do it for this weekend on Rack and Fin Radio. Go
1: after and enjoy. Good weather, good fishing. You got the white perch going on. You got stripers going on. Large mouth. Hey, man, they're coming up on the beds last week. Remember Chris Smith talking pre-spawn largemouth. They're coming up on the beds. We're seeing them in Birch Grove Park. Well, now Had to be some five-pounders up close. We're bailing a trout. A lot of activity going on. As always, I hate the disrespect. Call them snot rockets. Pickroll rock, man. And they are all over the place. Get out and enjoy. God bless America. God bless our troops. God bless our first responders. God bless law enforcement. See you next week. Rack and Fin Radio.